don't know, but not Alicia's that. got back from Belize. I did just where get back you from almost died. I did see the video on your Instagram of the guy trying to bail water out of the boat. <laughs> and it is cup. like it is like a, like a McDonald's twenty ounce cup that he's using to bail water out of this boat. It's like it's nice. like a foot of water. And I'm like, at that yeah. point, why bother? Right. <laughs> just, just go down. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what is that cup really Embrace doing? Your right. fate. Like, it makes you feel like you're doing something. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Like you're, you're like you're not yeah. just submitting to yeah. you know uh, death. You're like right. fighting against it. I will say there were other people with us, and some of those people were like crying <laughs> and shaking. So. And you were recording a video <laughs> yeah. for Instagram. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Uh, welcome back to Beyond Sunday. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff with me as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are you doing, Patrick? And Lisa McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. And this is a pretty exciting uh, day for us recording. We're getting Ooh. the carpets cleaned. Well, yes. that is that. Yeah. So you might hear some carpet cleaning in the background. Uh, well, there's nothing we can do. Oh, about I just that. looked yeah. at the carpets in here, and they're real gross. Yeah, we're not getting the carpets yeah. clean in here. That's oh, <laughs> yeah. This this else this room, we we're like, ah, why bother? <laughs> like, do we know what the brown stains are from? I don't know. Forty old. years of yeah. a, well, being it's a old. room. It's old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is episode two hundred. Not just the carpet Ooh. cleaning and our building. Episode 200. I mean, that is pretty that's incredible. A big, that's a big deal. That's nearly four years. Nearly four years. In about two week, two uh, two months, it'll be four years. Yeah. yeah. But that is incredible. I can't think of a lot of things that I have done consistently on a weekly basis for four straight years. Well, I've been here for two of those years. Yeah. So, yeah, but know. Patrick and I have been here for four years. So. I know. That's yeah. true. So this is really... This is yeah. your 200th anniversary. Uh, you know, we're, well, we're, we'll celebrate without you. Yeah. <laughs> it's my like 100th But, but shout out to Katie Phillips, Woo. who was here at the beginning. God rest mm-hmm. her yes. soul. OG. Yep. The OG, God yes. rest her soul. So she, She's uh, not dead. I still so want she, God to give her soul rest. It okay. seems okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she made it not quite to 100. And I think you're actually a little over 100, at least. Because yeah. you were there for our 100th episode. You were, yep. That's right. Um, so 200, that's pretty awesome. She's also taking a lot of vacations, though. That's so. true. Okay. That is true. So The uh, jealousy surfaces. Yeah, that's right. It's got to come out at some point. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so it being our 200 episode. Yeah. We brought in some treats. Yeah, we did. Elise brought in cookies. Yes. Yeah, from her husband, yeah. right. which he are delicious. They're great. Which yeah. was, I didn't know he was going to do that. That was a really That like, was a nice surprise, surprise of him. Yeah, yeah. they're very delicious cookies. They are. Yeah, he brought a lot of cookies. He in. did. There's a he maybe not, overestimated I'm, how, how many, many of us there are. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I can eat that plate of cookies. That's yeah. no problem. <laughs> uh, I was going to bring in uh, champagne, well, yeah. fake champagne, cheap, sparkling cheap wine, champagne. Right. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, from Kroger. But I decided this is Twitter. We need something even fancier oh. and classier. Ooh. Come on. So what do we got? Oh, wait, do we get time. to make guesses? You want to guess? Uh, what's, what's fancier fa- than champagne? Well, what's fancier than fake champagne? Yeah, that's the key. <laughs> Coke Starlight. Is I'm hoping for is? like we've tried a Coke Starlight. A last, cho- well, the last of the Choco Tacos. Do no, we? No, no, oh. No. oh, did they discontinue? <laughs> they did yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. not seen this, man. Get on the gram, girl. This Come is on. devastating. But guess what, everybody? What do we got? It's time. Oh no! Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch has entered the building. Nope. And it is Saucy time sauce. to hard give. Pa- hard this pass. is called this, this, By sauce. the way, this crunch was about as expensive as the uh, as the, as the cheap champagne. Oh. Oh. So Wait. so we are going to pause and do a taste nope. test no, of crunch. Not. Nope. And we'll come back. <laughs> we're going to we're going to keep rolling. I'm not going. I refuse to stop talking. All right, we're back. Um, I've also brought in a small McDonald's French fries. Sure. We, we've dipped into our cranch. I figured yeah. that would be a, a good um, you know vessel to get cranch uh, to us. All right, <laughs> let's get our reviews of cranch. What do you got, Elise? Uh, surprisingly, don't hate it. 
I it's reminiscent of like a Zach sauce to me if you've been yeah. to Zach's mm, piece, sure. like it's mm-hmm. that it looks a lot like Zach sauce too which is maybe why I'm going there yeah, it does I you know I hear that um <laughs> this feels more ketchup heavy than right. like the Zach sauce and that's the part that is really turning me off about it you I, don't I get like the ketchup, ketchup I don't like ketchup. okay no. I like ketchup and I don't yeah. like ranch yeah, yeah. so okay. for me this is kind of like fine. I, I will do like a flavored ranch like a jalapeno ranch or something or a you know sriracha ranch something yeah. like that I will often have that with a salad or, yeah. or on a sandwich this is too ketchup heavy it's too yeah. ketchup forward for me yeah so if it were it's got ketchup on if it were nose. if it were ratch up instead of cranch perhaps it would be ratchup. Um, that would like, be like ra- a ranch the ranch and with the ranch heavy with a little this bit of ketchup yeah that'd yeah. be ratch up this is, this is ketchup yes. from the hood <laughs> <laughs> that would be rapture <laughs> yeah uh so if you are not a, a long if you have not listened to all 200 episodes and if you have god bless right. your soul right. like, we love you who yeah. are you you are our people <laughs> I'm just going to go on record and say Elise's treat was way better than Patrick's yeah. treat. <laughs> but we've re- we referenced Cranch way early in the podcast. When it first came right. out. Yeah, when it first came out. Yeah. When it first announced. Yeah. Uh, so Cranch is a Heinz product of combining ketchup and ranch called Cranch. It's a saucy sauce. I yeah. don't like that part. They, they, no? they had, no, that makes me feel they had You don't other... like your sauce to be saucy? I don't know. <laughs> like, is this the personality of the sauce? Yeah. Why do we have to put it's saucy? It's got attitude. Like sauce is... That's self-describing, you yeah. know. Like it's sauce. I've never I considered ketchup saucy. or ranch to be a sauce. W- what is it? It's a like a dip or a dressing. A dressing. Like a sauce. So- a sauce is like like a tomato sauce. Like you put that on top of like a, a pasta or an Alfredo sauce. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you know, it's ketchup and ranch are too. They're not viscous enough. That's what oh, it is. Boy. They're not viscous enough to be a sauce. Okay. They're a dip. They're a dip. All right. So then this would be a dippy sauce. Sure. Or sure. A saucy Not a saucy dip. sauce or a saucy dip. <laughs> a saucy yeah. dip. This yeah. is great content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do we make it like <laughs> to 200 episodes? Yeah. Because it's like nobody's paying us to do this. I was going to say, yeah. we made it because we're not using this for our livelihood and because yeah. we make it whether people listen or not. That's true. Continue that is true. to show up. We'll just shout week. into the void every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had some, they had other flavors. I only bought the Cranch. I feel like Cranch was kind of the uh, the Hallmark Heinz uh, combo season. At Kroger, they also had a Buffo Chip. Oh. Buffo Chip? Our uh, mayo buff. No, it's mayo buff. Mayo buff. And that's mayo <laughs> chip. Yeah. What's what? the chip part of the mayo? Our, I don't know. That's like it was our mayo must. I think that was. Mayo it. Oh, that's yeah. not. I don't yeah. like that. Like yeah. musty. Yeah. yeah. So may- mayonnaise and mustard. And I mean, a lot of people mayonnaise. do the mayonnaise and mustard. Thing. That's a very we common. We don't need to call it that. I'm, yeah. I agree. But yeah. Yeah. if I'm making like a little sauce <laughs> for like something and I just combine mayonnaise and mustard, uh, mustard and ketchup all together. But is it a sauce or a dip? <laughs> it's a, definitely a dip at that point. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so there it is. Finally, we've brought Don't cranch. Don't put that thing closer to me. Move that, get that <laughs> into, out of here. Into I gotta look at my notes. Uh, the cranch into studio. Uh, so try out cranch. Let us know how you feel. You know, for in celebration two hundred episodes. We now or, have a bottle. Or we have a bottle here right. at church. You can come. Come to on the, over. <laughs> it's in the fridge. <laughs> try some cranch. cranch. Yeah. We'll label it. Please use. And uh, yeah, right. people can. Yeah. Right. All right, I got some news for us. All right, before we okay. jump into our our main topic for two hundred episodes. Elise has stars on her fingers. Sorry, I just saw that. It's very fun. Yeah, it's Thank very, you. it's very, very pretty. Thank you. Did you paint those stars yourself? Absolutely not. Okay. Those are are those am, stickers? No, are, somebody painted them. Wow, oh, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not capable of doing anything to my own fingernails. Especially with fingernails, one of your hands you have to do left-handed. Right. So like and that I'm is not, or right-handed, depending right. on your. Uh, 
dexterousness. Sure. Right. One with your dumb hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> dumb hand. <laughs> I don't think that's what we're supposed to right. call it. That's what I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> my left hand is offended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dumb. Right. That's what my left hand says. Right. <laughs> I don't know how, much, how about your right hand then? Right. <laughs> I mean, my left hand knows it's superior. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Chess playing robot breaks seven-year-old boy's finger in Russian tournament. Sure. Oh, Russian tournament. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know those robots are all finger-breaking. <laughs> the Russian robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so in a chess tournament there, the Russian robot, the chess playing robot uh, grabbed the boy's finger and like basically like squeezed it until it broke. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, it sounds pretty awful. Did, did, uh, did the boy like put his finger on the board like the robot thought that he was a piece or like what happened here to yeah. cause the ro- what was so the you're, you're like event? let's hear the robot side of the story i'm assuming what did the boy do what was the boy wearing i'm assuming the robot didn't just like reach across the table and grab the boy's finger i'm assuming right. something happened that led to the boy getting i don't know grabbed. well uh president of the moscow chess federation sergey vladimir putin lazarev right. <laughs> said uh, the robot broke the child's finger this of course is bad. Mm. <laughs> I don't deny that. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, right. yeah uh, you could watch a video. I did not watch the video. I'm like, I, 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 I get it from the description. Right. All right. So the child, this is from Lazarev as well. The child made a move. And after that, it is necessary to give time for the robot's response. But the boy hurried and the robot grabbed him. So See? Blame the boy. The boy, <laughs> the boy didn't follow the rules. Right. So the robot was annoyed that the boy yeah. was. I'm guessing the robot like, was trying to grab his piece. Yeah. And the boy's and finger gotten like the boy was reaching for something else right. and, the, and the robot grabbed so him it's, ac- it, accidentally. It, it sounds yeah. like from my research here, the, the robot like has to scan the board yeah. between all movements and the boy went too quick in like in mid scan. And so the robot went and grabbed his finger because it, was, it like, was a piece thinking it was a piece. So this isn't a matter of cognition of I must That's destroy least, the boy. Yeah. Like, That's at least like, the robot story. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. Yeah. Is that <laughs> true? Yeah. yeah. Is this the beginning of Skynet? Right. Yeah, probably. That's from Terminator when the machines come cognizant mm-hmm. and attack sure. us all. Oh, right. it's in Russian, so it'd be right. Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like you saw that joke coming yeah. and you just had to stand there and take it. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> 200 in. You know. Right. All right. It's, uh, it's a rare accident, according to I would hope. the people. Yeah. Uh, this is the first physical incident in the 15 years the robot has played chess against humans. That's a pretty good we'll we'll robot has That's snapped. fewer we will see than I've had playing chess. Right. If it's the last, though. Right. This could robot be. is over it. The robot yeah. has a taste for blood now. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. taste for fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, put some crunch on that finger. I know. Uh, <laughs> the robot's going for it. Who won the match? Uh, I I don't know. I the boy came back and continued playing with oh, the cast on. He's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. for a seven year old. Well, I guess he's a Russian seven year old. Yeah. That's so. true. They're Russian seven year old. <laughs> They're different. I think. Is equivalent he's, to he's American eighteen year old. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that kid's probably tougher than me. If yeah. I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, do you play chess? Uh, not well, but like I know the rules. If yeah. someone sat yeah. down, I could, you know. But I don't know like the strategies. Like I'm all like. That yeah, looks like a good move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Oh yeah, I want to take that player. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, real chess players are thinking they, maybe maybe forty, fifty, yeah, hundred moves ahead. They yeah. know what's going to happen. If I'm at the thinking end of the game before I've taken if I'm my thinking first move. two moves ahead, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. that's pretty. Yeah, good. look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking if I move there, I think they'll move there. Yeah. yeah. 
I like. But to, usually I'm playing against somebody who also doesn't know what they're doing, so it's impossible to predict. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I like to bank on just you know causing chaos on the board, like not playing by any of the ways that they would expect me to play. That, sure. That's my advantage. Mm. I just cause yeah. chaos. Yep. Sure. I still lose, but that's my theory. Uh, maybe next time. Break break a finger. Right. Or, or break a finger. That's <laughs> yeah. the chaos that's you're causing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I assume uh, you know the boy yeah, moved a piece and took his hand off of it too, because that's against the rules. And then you Probably. try to move it again. Yeah, you're supposed to like mm-hmm. you have to keep your finger on it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Once your fingers come off. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our, our main topic. Let's maybe do it. maybe this isn't so. Uh, do we have a special topic for our 200th episode. We don't. I think this is kind of special. Well, we're going through the Bible. Yeah. And we've been kind of mostly going through kind of the uh, narrative portions mm-hmm. of the Bible, mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of fill in the gap. So we finished Acts last month. We did. And that is kind of really it for the major narrative of the Bible. But yeah. there's one more semi-narrative. Yeah. And that is the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great 200th episode. Gap. So that's what I we're think on. it's lovely. Revelation. It's like a yeah. little present to all of us. So first... Point of order. Uh-huh. It's Revelation, not Revelation. Yeah, it is. Get yeah. your S out of here. There is no There's S. A single yeah. revelation. <laughs> yeah, that's an things easy. that drive Bible nerds insane. Yeah. Easy thing to confuse. So let me let me ask you. Is real... it is it that easy? Is it? Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It, it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you real quick. Yeah. What's your familiarity with the Book of Revelation going? I've in? taught a class on uh, Revelation here at Lord of Life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, usually, I don't like spend a lot of time in it, but yeah. I, no. We we do cover this book as part of our confirmation series. We mm-hmm. go through the Bible and confirmation, and I make sure to include Revelation. I teach it, I think, almost every time, and I love it. Yeah. I love well, Patrick also makes the schedule. So, I do. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I, I was assigned what me. things do I like? I assigned, basically, I assigned me the ones I like. Yeah. Elise, you have a, you know. Um, so not as much as you two, for sure. I did read the Left Behind series. There it is. A, a I, youngster. Excellent. I have read. I don't know. I don't know how many books there are. I definitely did not finish. So I don't know if I've read right. half, two thirds. How many books did you read? I have no idea. Maybe okay. maybe six to eight. I would guess in You're that range. Six to eight I books? think that's pretty wow. close to the end. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I read all the way to the yeah. end either because I got to a point where I was like, I didn't make it past was, the cover. Yeah, so, sure. yeah that's fine. Don't sure. Brag. They uh, <laughs> that I never read the book. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is. Have you read them? I, I will say, as a like Didn't Nick Cage make a movie out of them. Yeah, they've yes. made. They've tried to make a movie out of the first yeah. one a couple times, and yeah. Nick Cage is in one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Cage. I- he always looks like he's just. They never made. They never made a number two. I can tell you that. They, yeah. They, well, a number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but they've never. They've never made a sequel. It's never been sure. profitable. Yeah. Um, I mean, as books, I'd say like you know like they're crazy simple and easy to read. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like constantly moving, like in in like action. Yeah. It's not yeah. good action, yeah. but it's con- and they while at their heyday, they were releasing a new book like every 4 months. Yeah. Sure. So I mean, it was like super easy to just breeze through them. Yeah. yeah. And it's one thing to like read the books on that level. It's like, oh, yeah. like here's a book that's super easy to read and has lots of action. It's another thing to take that yeah. book and say, I'm reading this because this is an interpretation of what God's going to do at right. the end. Uh, yeah. nope, Which is how people nope, took it. That's not sure. what this is. Well, it's, it's how the, also the authors took it. Yeah, that's like, uh, yeah, so. how the authors sold it. Yeah. 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 And then eventually you reach a point if you were ever reading them, you're like, eh, this is really not very good. Why am I doing this? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they take the book of Revelation literally. And some mm-hmm. Christians. Even that. It's, yeah. There's a lot of their own interpretation in that literal. Uh, okay. Yeah, a literal yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, there are. Very, very much these things will come to pass yes. on some level. Yes. Um, 
That's not the only way. I would say probably not even the best way. Yeah. So <laughs> That's fair. Right. Um, all right. So first off, let's get into this. Written by John. Probably. Well, a John. Yeah. It, yeah. The author claims to be John. He says his name is John. The question is, who is that? Yeah. Right. Is this John the disciple? Yeah. Is this John a brother of Jesus? Yeah. Is this some guy named John? Yeah. Is this a member of like a johannine community who like really liked john the disciple yeah and so he's writing in the name of john which was a very common practice yeah. of the day where it's not yeah. considered like plagiarism to steal someone else's name and write under it it's, it's like, like fan fiction yeah it's kind of like fan, but yeah. it's also like a, a uh, or if like an author dies sometimes another author will pick up their notes and finish their yeah. series yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so something like that yeah um so that, that could happen this is i believe the last book of the new testament written yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. safe to say this is kind of the it, latest book. The, yeah. Yeah, this is the the last one that is written. Yeah, some people will make arguments that parts of it was ri- were written earlier, but yeah. most likely this was written in the in the nineties yeah. CE, right? <laughs> and, and all of the not the 1990s. I'm a nineties kid, yeah. Yeah. not <laughs> those nineties, the zero zero nineties. Right. Sure, um, John is whereas, on his Tamagotchi, yeah. <laughs> right. wearing some hyper color <laughs> shirt. Yeah, some, <laughs> playing his N sixty four. Yeah, wearing some some jams. All right, you two. <laughs> some brightly colored jams. <laughs> Paul would have been writing his letters in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Uh, the Gospels would have been sixties, uh, seventies, and probably early eighties for yeah. John's Gospel. So yeah, last book uh, written. Yeah, that's in the that's in the Bible. Lots sure. of other books and letters out there that were later as well. Yep. All right. Uh, this would be a apocalyptic prophecy book. Yeah. Um, so it has symbolic dreams and visions revealing a heavenly perspective on history in light of its final outcome. That yep. would be the definition of apocaly- uh, apocalyptic prophecy. Yeah. Is that and according this, to Webster? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's according to the video I watched. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> and uh, this is not uh, foreign to the Bible. No. This happens. Many times in the Old Testament. This mm-hmm. is maybe not a lot in the New Testament where we get this yeah. apocalyptic prophecy. Yeah, we get a lot of moments where like Jesus will speak apocalyptically, but not usually in the same kind of yeah. apocalyptic prophecy uh, form that uh, uh, John is taking here. But if you look at like Daniel or Ezekiel, yeah. um, some of the books, uh, what we would call deuterocanonical books, um, but like the, uh, the Catholics <laughs> would read them and we would say that they're not actually part of the Bible kind of thing. Uh, they have lots of this in there as well. Yeah. Can you- deuterocanonical. Okay. Yeah. Second canon. It's way easier to say deuterocanonical. Canonical. Yeah. It's more fun to say deuterocanonical. Yeah. Oh, you sound much smarter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> deuterocanonical. Yeah. All Let right. Let me get my elbow patches. <laughs> so, and this is also written to people. It's written to seven yeah. churches. It's yeah. not so. And uh, those churches are identified. They get. They each get their own little uh, little Shout bleep. Out. Yeah, yep. we'll get into that in a second. So, written to seven churches. And in the book of, of Revelation, numbers are going to be very important. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of reference to numbers. Yeah. And I'm not going, the book of numbers. Yes. Actual numbers. <laughs> Actual yeah. numbers. Yep. Yeah. And uh, those numbers probably have more of a spiritual significance than an, yeah. than a reality significance. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, numerology is not the right phrase. There's a there's a term for it. And mm-hmm. uh, but it's essentially like it was a common practice to use numbers to represent sure. other things. And you would actually use. Um, numbers to represent words and you'd like assign uh, not like a riddle but like there was a common practice of like this letter equals this value and then you'd make a word and that equals this value Mm. and uh, that was a common thing that happened so yeah lots of times this Mm. was something that people would do to kind of disguise their meaning but also make it clear to the people who knew it who understood interesting yeah Yeah. and uh before we get into this i think we're all gonna be on the same page here revelation Mm. is not a secret code about the timing of the ending of the world yeah that's probably right in fact, I would probably safe to say for me, 
I don't even think these things are things that are going to happen. These mm. are things that have happened and maybe are continuing to happen sure. in a sense. Yeah. But it's not it's not really about the end of the world. Yeah. But it's yeah. a really cool book. The world right. doesn't actually end yeah. in this in the in the book of Revelation. Well, it kind of does. The world is not destroyed. The world is reborn. Yeah, but it doesn't end. Yeah, it's, well, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say so if we're going to say what it's not, we should probably say how we're approaching it, like what we think it is. Okay. Well, I can say the first time I read the book of Revelation, I was like, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. This is the end of the world. So right. This is going to be super weird, super cool. It's going to be all about the apocalypse. And if you're reading it that through that lens, it's going to be a boring, boring book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Because like it does get weird, but like it offers like no information to you as a reader of like, these are the things that I, it's like so cryptic and difficult. So then reading through that lens, I was like, ugh. <laughs> boring right yeah and now reading it i do really like it i think there's some really interesting mm-hmm. stuff in there there's some parts in the middle that are a little weird you know <laughs> there's lots of parts that are weird <laughs> so i think it ends awesome it, it really gives a great ending to the bible sure. in my opinion yeah um if we're asking like what do we think it is right i would say it's that apocalyptic prophecy right that it it's pointing not towards a literal understanding of what is going to happen when the world ends or mm-hmm. when anything but it's pointing to how is God going to go about uh, completing God's ultimate plan for creation and for right. the universe? Like we know the story of Jesus. What's the ultimate final step? Because right. we know that the the death and resurrection of Jesus promises us new life, but we also know that in this world we're still experiencing suffering and pain and evil right. and all these things. Right. So how does God finally achieve victory over those things? And this right. is a way of us understanding that God will ultimately achieve victory over those things, whether it looks like this or not. That's right. ultimately what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, and I think let's let's dive in and see yeah. what. Uh, what John has to offer to Let's us, and maybe we can get glean some insights on how to approach the book of Revelation right. as we go. All right, so section one, uh, we're going to have Jesus's message to seven churches. Yes. So uh, all these churches have different problems. They're all in Asia Minor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they all Asia have, Minor, like modern day Turkey-ish, yeah. just for references okay. for anybody yep. out there. Yep. yep. Uh, they all have problems. Some are apathetic. Some are morally compromised. Mm-hmm. Some are experiencing persecution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sounds like a lot of churches I know today. Yeah. And um, <laughs> by this time, the persecution that we hear about in the book of Acts has ramped to a different degree. That it's no longer just like persecution maybe from the Jewish leaders. We're getting to more Roman persecution mm-hmm. of yeah. the Christians. So. Yeah, there's a there's a twofold thing that happens here. I mean, one, it is amped up, but it's also not nearly as high as people like have interpreted and make it sure. made it out to be, right? As as historians go back and look, like it's not like every you walked into Christians were being burned at the stake or hanging right. on crosses or like yeah. it was it was mo- oftentimes more of a cultural persecution where they were right. being like removed from the guilds that they wanted to be a wor- yeah. or work as a part of. They weren't like allowed to participate in society in some yeah. cases. Sometimes they were being formally arrested and charged and killed, but that was not necessarily the, the primary means of the persecution sure. right. at this point. Yeah. Uh, so all of them have the issues and basically they all have kind of this idea of like, Hey, choose faithfulness over compromise mm-hmm. is kind of the, 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 the main point for all these churches. And when you're being persecuted, uh, if you endure and choose faithfulness over compromise, you're going to get some kind of reward on the other end. Yeah, you know something is going to happen on the on the backside of that. Yep. Uh, so that's kind of the the theme of those seven letters. Yeah. Anything else you want to dump into? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, 
there's a word that often gets translated as martyr, yeah. um, and particularly in these first seven uh, letters that we get, and it'll come back throughout. And it's un- important to understand that the word uh, martyr in English is actually not the best translation of the Greek word, which is martus, um, but it, it really means witness, and it's a legal term, right? It's the person who would go in and provide testimony. And so when it says to be a faithful martyr or to be uh, the martyr for uh, the word of God, it's not saying, oh, you need to go and you need to die for this thing, mm-hmm. which is how we understand martyr. It says you need to witness. You need to be honest and you know uh, forthright with saying, I am a follower of Jesus and this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to provide that testimony just as you would in a court of law. So it's an, an encouragement for that aspect. It's not like ordering you to go forth and, and die. And that might be the right. result, right? You might be arrested and killed for it. Like the author of uh, Revelation certainly knows that that's a possibility, but that's not the intent of the term. Mm-hmm. So first right away, we know who's this book written to? These seven churches, yes. not to me and not to American <laughs> Christians right. uh, 2000 years later. Sure. It is to those people. And so if it is a prophecy about what will happen thousands of years in the future, that's not only a very benefit to like the people who are in the midst of all these things, right? right? Like they're not like, oh, cool. So in you know two thousand, three thousand years, all these things will come to pass. Mm-hmm. Right? Who, yeah. Who cares? Right? right? Like that's great, but I don't. What? How does that? How does that help me now? Um, so right away, we kind of see like this has meaning to those people yeah. at that time, mm-hmm. uh, and so we can glean meaning for it now. But if it's always about something that's in the distant future, it's probably not that same kind of level of meeting that I think yeah. that, that it's really there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next section two, we get to peek behind the curtain now. Now we're going from, these are the who it's written to, these are their issues. Now we're going into the weird stuff. Yeah. And that's what apocalypse really means. Yeah. It really means revealed that it's, and so you're getting a, a chance to see something behind something else. Mm. First thing we see, the throne of God. Yeah. So there's God up there. There's angels. It's really awesome. And we, there's this big scroll and it's got seven wax seals on it. Okay. There's a problem. No one can open the scroll. Oh, no. And it's a big deal because these scrolls say about how God's kingdom is going to be revealed to earth, but nobody can open, open the, the scroll. scrolls. Right. Yeah. yeah. Get a candle and melt that wax. Yeah. I mean, I, I've opened a scroll. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, come on. How hard <laughs> you think that? you could do it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem here? Right. <laughs> anybody, did anybody else, when they read this as a kid or like heard this read as a kid, they're like, wait, there are seven like seal animals up in heaven like seven whatever seals. yeah the seven seals like, that sounds uh, awesome yeah. it's like, what's happening yeah. you gotta open them up yeah, right. I, mean, I don't really want to do that i don't right. understand right like the tauntaun in star wars yeah, there you go yeah <laughs> i was little okay it was <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little david bowser sorry crack it open the book of revelation we get a reading of this in the uh, in the lectionary at some point i don't remember when it was but i remember thinking right. that anyway so so john will do this this really fun way of kind of describing stuff that is going to come up a few times so we're going to say like hey here's the lion of the tribe of judah coming to open the scrolls that's what he hears Ooh. And then he looks and sees it, and he sees something different. So we hear what this is, and he looks and sees a bloody sacrificed lamb. Mm. So it's intended to have this really dual meaning of like, the line of the tribe of Judah is from Old Testament. This is the conquering Messiah. This is the Messiah that's going to come and and be the you know the savior and warrior for the Israelites. And then he looks and sees, and it's. Uh, a lamb that hasn't been sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So it really is kind of like playing on these things that is a major theme, especially in the New Testament, of that Jesus conquers this world through dying and sacrifice. And we're going to get to in the book of Revelations, Christians yeah. are called to do the same. Yeah. That's how we win. Patrick you know. just put an S on Revelation. Anybody right. hear that? Oh my God. <laughs> Edit it out in post. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to edit in that you loved Cranch. (laughs) My name's David Bowser. I love Cranch so much. (laughs) I want to fill my bathtub up with this. Is that what I sound like? Is that really what I sound like? In my head. Oh, okay. All right, so let's get to the next section. We're going to move fairly quickly because Revelation is pretty dense. We could spend a lot of time on like one chapter. So we got to keep moving. All right, so now we get to the the sevens. Yeah. So we get a bunch of sevens. Seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bulls. Yeah. A lot of sevens. Yeah. All right. It's a, and and there it's like a it's a pattern of these three groups where these events kind of happen in cyclical thing. Like it's not a linear book. So if you read from start to finish, you're like, this already happened because mm-hmm. you get to the yeah. seven bowls and you're like, wait, that happened with the seven. Se-. It's a it's a cyclical thing. Sure. And so it's yeah. And it's kind of like little like Russian nesting dolls. Like one leads to one leads to one, right. and yeah. then they all come back to. Wouldn't the it be the nesting dolls? Yes. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I never thought I was going to have to apologize to the Russian people <laughs> on this podcast, but yeah. All right. So, boom. Right away, we get probably a, a famous thing from the book of Revelation that mm-hmm. you might know. If you've never read it, four horsemen. Four of them. Yes. Right? Those seven, the seven seals are open, and we got four yep. horsemen. War, this conquest, part's, part's famine, awesome. death coming into the world. Mm-hmm. And you're really like, oh, those are the signs that the end of the world is coming. Yeah. Guess what? The end of the world's been coming. Since the world was formed, then <laughs> every, every year since uh, yeah. Yeah. there's always war, conquest, famine, and death, and yeah. uh, there has been basically you know yep. since uh, we have recorded history. That sounds about right. So, yeah. um, in fact, uh, looking for periods of time where there is not worldwide war is like a pretty small yeah. period yeah. of time where the world is at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, then we get some, okay, here's a seal. We get some martyrs or some witnesses. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get God's army making an appearance, sealed with a ring. And John hears, again, four, uh, 144,000 Israelites, 12,000 from each tribe mm-hmm. of 12 yep. coming together. But then he looks and sees a multitude too big to count from all tribes. Yeah, but only 144,000 get in. No, but it's a multitude too big to count. No, but it's said. Only 144,000. And so I think this is, this is, again, playing on this idea of like, okay, in um, the Old Testament, you mm-hmm. know, 12,000 from 12 tribes, it comes up with this number. I think that's significance and, um, you know, ordering of armies and yep. things like that. But when John looks, it's way bigger yep. and way more diverse yeah. than possibly thought. So it's a really this idea, this expansion of God's is not just working with a small group of Israelites. It's a large group from all tribes and nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take yeah. that, predestinationists. <laughs> yeah. And they are going to call to the thrown down. To, I know. To conquer <laughs> just like the lamb through yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. That's what it, that's how they win. You yeah. Know? All right. Um then we get to the trump trumpets. Anything? Wait, where does Jesus show up with the tattoo? What? <laughs> he does, right? Like he rolls in with a tattoo. I don't know that it says Jesus rolled up with a tattoo. <laughs> <No>. He <laughs> his thighs says like yeah, He does have words like written yes. on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. tattoo. That's Come on. <laughs> Well, maybe it's Sharpie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it washes off. An emo kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's later. I'm pre- yeah. Well, okay. he has a tattoo of his favorite condiment. That's right. for sure. <laughs> Cranch tattoo on his thigh. Lord mean, of Lords, King of Cranch. <laughs> I mean, probably does not Cranch. You know. I don't think Cranch is Jesus. Maybe favorite, some yeah. olive oil. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like he likes like the bread dipped in like olive oil right. and seasonings. Yeah. Yes. Like he likes that. Would I be dig into, that. That yeah. would be into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm game. All right, so then we get to some trumpets. Yep. Uh, similar to the seals, mm-hmm. we're going to get the horsemen back again. Yep. We're also going to get some plagues of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then uh, John is going to be like, hey, here's a scroll. You know what you should do with the scroll? Eat it. <laughs> do it. I like it. Eat it. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. And so John's like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a throwback to Old Testament. Right? I forget if this is Daniel or Ezekiel, but it's a, it's a throwback to one of the prophets that have had this similar vision and experience where they ate the word. It's Ezekiel. Yeah. yeah. He eats the words mm-hmm. and they were, uh, what is it? Sweet as uh, honey and bitter as sure. something else. Like yeah. It's both sweet and bitter at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So it's a throwback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so before he eats the scroll, the plagues and the horsemen, they come, but the nations don't repent. It's, uh, yeah. it's kind of like really clear, like that is not doing Meh. anything. Yeah. yeah, but John eats the scroll. Then he sees the destruction of a temple. Mm-hmm. Don't know that could be the Jewish temple. In could be seven hundred A.D. Could Seventy, but yep, seventy A.D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, could not be. Who knows? Uh, then two witnesses appear. Mm-hmm. They talk about Jesus and then, as a witness should. And then mm-hmm. a beast shows up and kills them. Yeah, Oops. that happens. But they're yeah. brought back to life. Yay! And, oh. and the nations repent. All right. So again, it's show, it's showing conquest does not equal victory right. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. But through witness and, and sacrifice, and sacrifice yep. that brings about, again, this is a, a major theme yeah. that if you're reading Revelation, you should be picking up on. Yeah. That I, I, I think it's laying on pretty thick, yeah. but it might be easy to miss if yeah. you're kind of just reading it straight through. And yeah. one of the things that people will point to is like, oh, well, Jesus comes back with a sword and like Michael oh, we'll, leads we'll get his that. army. But yeah, the yeah. sword is going to be important. So I just want to make sure yeah, we we'll, get that. We'll get that. Okay. And All the tattoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're about to get to the bulls, but let's pause. Because uh, we pause in the Bible and we oh. go, we go a little, we go, we've been weird. Yeah. Let's get weirder. Let's do it. <laughs> like, what else can wait. we do? What, what can we All do right. to amp this up a little bit? I'm going to say, this might be my favorite section. <laughs> yeah. Go uh, ahead. What do you got? I think so. Yeah. All right. So we have, first, we have a cosmic battle. Boom. With a dragon. Sure. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to have a cosmic like battle, it's going to be a dragon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the dragon, and it's not just a dragon attacking like the world, it's attracting right. something very specific. A pregnant woman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is chasing a pregnant woman through the cosmos, mm-hmm. uh, wanting f- to devour her infant child. When it yeah. give birth to a baby, and then we're going to eat that baby. That's yep. kind of the, the the process here. Yeah. So really highlighting the enemy is real, but it's also a dark spiritual power. It's not just uh, you know the the dragon is is a spiritual dragon. All right. So first we have an earthly uh, cosmic battle, yeah. and then we shift into an earthly battle. Okay. We get two beasts. Mm-hmm. One is from the sea, which is big. Horrific, yep. mighty. It's Not got a good. bunch of heads, mm-hmm. uh, all like animal heads. One is like slain. It's got like a like a scar across its face. Yeah. Bunch of horns. It's like, it's like yeah. killed but not dead, which might be a thing about Nero, but that's a whole other yeah. rabbit hole. So we'll avoid that for now. Uh-huh. And then one uh, comes from the earth, which looks like a lamb, but oh. speaks like a dragon. Rutro. Oh. So, and there, here's where <laughs> you get fake lamb. the image or the, the, the phraseology of like, this one inspires you to take the mark of the beast mm-hmm. on your forehead or hand, which is 666. Dun, dun, oh. dun. Yeah. And this is not a vaccine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just put it out so there. So you say. I, so I say. Yeah. I'm confidently saying right. it's yeah. not a vaccine. But yeah. is it voting Democrat? Years later. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you know, <laughs> hard to say. Yeah, but uh, but uh, uh, I I think I like the idea of like this earthly beast, and I think you know as a a theme is the big the one from the sea, the one that's big, heavy, and mighty is the temptation to look to militaristic power mm. as a means of kind of accomplishing your goals, mm. and the mm-hmm. one that looks like a lamb but speaks like the dragon, and inspires you to get this mark to buy and sell commerce mm-hmm. is the temptation to look to economic prosperity yeah. as a means right. to get your goals. Or to participate right. in the world and say, yeah. the world is going to ultimately give me what I'm able to... What For I'm, sure. Yeah. And so you have one that looks like a lamb because, oh, we're waiting for a lamb. Yeah. But right. It speaks with the wrong voice. Yeah. So it looks like a savior, but it speaks like something else. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I, think, I think, personally, I think that this is the visual temptation of like us looking to power or money to solve our problems or to 
uh, win as Christians, to yeah. bring right. the message yeah. of Christians, whether it's through culture or through nations. Yeah. yeah, I know that this is another rabbit hole. We probably don't have time to go down. But as far as like, maybe this is another episode or something, I think this is just worth thinking about. Like, what is it about this kind of cultural touch point where, you know, the book of Revelation, fairly unknown, right? Widely, it's not like everybody's reading the book of Revelation. Yeah. And yet, people latch on to, like, a, an obscure verse like this sure. and use that as justification to say, like, oh, well, this is what the vaccine is about, or oh, this is what cell phone technology is about, or oh, yeah. this is what... And, you know, I, I'm just fascinated that's by a, that temptation. So, yeah. I think we should... That, that's that definitely good enough, because, I mean, now you can also get to, like... Jesus makes some weird reference, and there we get rapture. Yep, right, you know, yeah. like, right, like that. So which, by the way, doesn't happen in Revelation. No, yeah, right. no rapture in Revelation. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. wasn't the whole Left Behind series. It starts with right. rapture, but it's really Not fascinating. I was thinking about this earlier, like how much pop culture has actually mm. affected, yeah. like the Christian sort of doctrine. Yeah, of, for sure. You know, in times or whatever, which yeah. isn't really like even you don't our, actually have one of those. Really, yeah. our know? whole understanding of hell is pop which culture from five hundred years ago. Right, we will get into that because we get some image of this. All right. So then uh, lamb appears again. We have a harvest. Good people are kind of like grain. Woo. Evil are like grapes. Wah, wah. They're Whoop. squashed. Um, make good wine, though. And I think, but this is ultimately grain giving us beer. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of carbonated, but whatever. <laughs> and bread. <laughs> and bread. Ooh, bread. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind bread. <laughs> All right. Um, and we get a choice for those seven churches. And for us, again, yep. this idea, can we resist the allure of power and economic prosperity uh, or do we follow those beasts and right. ultimately get defeated ourselves? Right. All so. signs point to yes. Right. Okay. Don't you know this is a Christian nation? Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> I said that. Interesting. Wow. All right. Uh, then <laughs> let's, yard then gnomes we, running through here. So right. we paused and now we go back to the seven bowls. Okay. So like we did our, our patterns of seven. We got mm-hmm. this, these battles. Seven, seven pause. Back seven to bowls. seven. We get the exodus again. We get plagues. Our, yep. our references to the exodus with plagues X's. again. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get dragons and beasts. We have a battle at Armageddon. Uh-huh. And Ooh. not... And not uh, uh, not a meteorite. That's not a meteorite. Aerosmith yeah. does not right. come in and play right. a song for no. us. Right. Yeah, but yeah, Armageddon is a location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a place, a, mm-hmm. a valley, I believe. Yeah, oh, some bowls. We're, we're just. I would love for my address to be Armageddon. That was a, what was the the Prime Video series with the the angel and the demon who are like trying to stop? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, good omens. Good omens. Yeah, and they they talk about Armageddon and like that's where it's anyway. That's such a good series. It is. It was great. All right, so we're now we're powering through towards the end here. First, we have to do a fall of Babylon. Mm. Uh, we have a lavish woman. Babylon probably represents Rome. Drunk on the blood of the innocents. Probably represents the empire. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this is again calling out all nations to exploit the poor and trust in military and economic power. Woo! And I would say... If there's one thing we're doing well these days, right. it's following this part of scripture. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh. <laughs> and, and I think this is the one where you can kind of point to, does this represent... Old Babylon for the Israelites? Yes. yes. Does it represent Ro- their current Babylon, Rome? Yes. yes. Does yeah. it represent future Babylons? <laughs> yes. yes. All those things. That's yeah. the beauty of prophecy, right? Prophecy yeah. is always able to do that. Yeah. No. Right. Uh, but a new kingdom is coming Ooh. to replace this cycle. Hoorah. But how? That's you know that's kind of where we're, we're left in the second. Right. And then we get the Go final battle. There it is. And here it is. Final Jesus shows up yeah, as happens. the <laughs> hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, With... We got him with his tattoos. Okay. <laughs> Tatted up Jesus. Right. Rolling up on the, so I mean, really. Wimpy Jesus. <laughs> the white horse. He yeah. is right yeah. there. And then we have this really interesting thing where before the battle begins, he's already covered in blood. And I really like this, this idea. Like he it's comes hardcore. to battle bloody from his own blood because that's how Christians win is through sacrifice. Yep. That's how we affect change in this world. That's how if you're like, Christians need to combat culture or whatever. 
it comes through sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens. Um, and he he has one weapon, and it's a sword. Yeah, but, but it's coming out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like all good swords do. Right. <laughs> he's a sword swallower. Yeah. So he's, I, I love this. He's hold, like holding a sword in his teeth. So if we look to yeah. elsewhere in Scripture, we see the the Word of God often described as the sword of the Spirit, and mm-hmm. so. Right, Jesus isn't actually entering battle with a physical sword. Mm-hmm. He's entering battle with the Word of God because mm. he is the Word of God, right? Yeah. And so it's it's not through violence that Jesus achieves the ultimate victory. It's through proclamation, faithful witness to the the, uh, the kingdom of God yeah. that Jesus obtains the final victory yeah. through a sword coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, we see which I mean I. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, if I were writing a story, it's way cooler to say he came in with a sword on his ma- or coming out of his mouth than it is to say, oh, and then he spoke to them. And they, right. No, <laughs> you're like, right. Yeah. It's a way cooler story yeah. if, it's, the, it's if you re- use the representation, the symbol, symbolism, symbolism. Yeah. yeah. I also, I saw David Blaine do something like that one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. That's because yeah. he's uh, the this, second coming. Yeah. Right. This is the church Jesus painting I'm waiting to see. Right. <laughs> it's Jesus with a sword. See that out. hanging up in a Sunday know. school classroom. Can we get a new stained glass window? <laughs> yeah. Let's get a stained glass. Oh, I guess we've got that yeah we, we have, have the one, one. Yeah. jesus yeah. with a sword coming out of his mouth fighting a dragon is really what i'm all that's about that's a good one yeah. we worked the pregnant lady some into? cathedral somewhere has this i'm yeah. sure of it yeah. that would be yeah. amazing yeah. uh with jesus martyrs are brought back some back to life Ooh. uh to reign to kind of um kind of bring about you know jesus's message and then the dragon and the beast from the earth and the beast from the sea are defeated and they're thrown into the lake of fire Woo. Mm. yeah that's pretty and so you know, if you're looking at like the imagery of hell as a lake of fire, it's coming from this. Yeah. Who is in the lake of fire r- right now? Dragon. Dragon, two beast, beasts. sea. Yeah. You know, the dragon or two beasts. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, the you mentioned kind of like the pop culture of 500 years ago yeah. gives us our imagery of hell yeah. of like who's in charge of hell? Satan. Yeah. You know, I, it's it's not a it's not a, a big leap to say the Satan figure in Revelation is the dragon. Sure. Yeah. So like he's not in charge. He, he's being punished now. Yeah. So right. yeah. you know, so there there it is. And then uh, people are brought out of Hades, mm-hmm. and then Hades, which would be the land of the dead, not hell. It was yeah. just where you right. went when you died. That's right? like sort of a misconception. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then Hades is thrown into the lake of fire. All right. Love it. And then reconciliation death. theology, well, baby. Yeah. And then <laughs> death is thrown into the lake of fire. So, so, love so, it. I mean, that's the one I love most. But like, how do you throw death into the fire? Like, that's the cool part, know. right? It's yeah. like God is so yeah. victorious mm-hmm. that we can't even fathom. Like, how do you conquer death? How yeah. do you? Yeah. yeah. I like Jesus body slams death and yeah. <laughs> into a lake of fire. Right. Into a lake of right. fire. Yeah. After he slams him with a chair. Right. Is, yeah. WWE Jesus. It's like this little spindly guy in the row. It's like, oh, I've got asthma. Like, <laughs> be yeah. gentle. That's death. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels that, like. Now I feel bad for Jesus hitting him with the chair. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel good about it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a chair coming out of his mouth, too. Right. Yeah. So, okay. so. <laughs> a steel chair it's coming it. out of his mouth. <laughs> no, that, okay, now that's the church painting I want to okay. see. Yeah. Jesus in a ring with, with a folding chair <laughs> coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a, like a luchador, wearing like a, yeah, a luchador mask, <laughs> tatted up, obviously, right, obviously. Right, right. beating <laughs> up on a little beating spindly up with Jesus. a chair in his mouth. <laughs> Earth, yeah, death, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now, in fairness, it seems like there may be people thrown into the lake of fire too, because it says Tough to say. anyone whose name is not written in the book of life. But that doesn't give like that number could it be zero. Say, and Becky and, <laughs> and Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. So so we could say that number is zero. Yeah. We could say those are people who have chosen not to have their names in the book of life. Yeah. I don't know. 
you know, I don't know. we don't yeah. know the answer to that, yeah. but we can say. Where do you like? Where do you confirm or deny that? You know, you can't. Yeah. Uh, when you die, yeah. Right. Right. Jesus says, "You want your name the, in the book, the book of life." Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you What are you feeling? <laughs> right. So that's boom. The yeah. final battle yeah. is over, and now mm-hmm. we kind of get to the epilogue of Revelation. And this, it. for me, is the best. The best. It's, great. Part of it's so beautiful. One of the best parts of the Bible. Agreed. Yeah. One of my favorites. All right. So we start with a wedding. It's so good. Who doesn't so, love a wedding? Yeah. Uh, Everybody likes well, a wedding. Well, sometimes they're weird. Yeah, yeah, but even the weird ones are fun. They can go on, on for a long time. I don't know. I'm well, kind of over well, this, one, <laughs> this one's going to go on for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, spoken <laughs> like someone who is moving into the middle ages of their life. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, over, I'm weddings. over weddings. I don't yeah, care. It's whatever. I'll do you think. How big a gift do I have to All get right. you to not get invited the, to the this thing? The problem is I can no longer not attend weddings due to COVID anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a nice so, touch. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry, COVID. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get this glimpse of a new earth and a new heaven mm-hmm. and their union. I love this imagery. John is like, the only way I could describe this is it's like a wedding. Yeah. It looks like a bride and groom coming together. That's the only, like, that's that's the best analogy for what this mm-hmm. looks like. I sometimes wonder if John just, you know, didn't really know what a wedding was like. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen a wedding? Is this really what that, right. that's the best thing They're you can come up with? stressful, yeah. Right. I don't think this is right. <laughs> well, John, he may not be married, but oh, he's probably okay. going to a wedding. Right. Yeah. Well, if, it's the, if it's the disciple John, he went he, to one with Jesus. Did, yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, it was like that wedding. That would have been a cool wedding to be at. Probably, yeah. 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 Um, so the new creation is like a beautiful bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, this union creates a new thing yeah. where uh, all hunger, mourning, disease goes away. Yeah. And God says, behold, I'm making all things new. Boom. So it's a real. And we have this beautiful. Also pulling from Old Testament language yeah. as well. Yeah. Where like God wipes away the tears mm-hmm. of the people. It's mm-hmm. like this really intimate and beautiful thing of like. This union is finally here. Yeah, and God uh, dwells among uh, the yeah. people now. That uh, God no longer what is it? God dwells among mortals. The the home of God is now among mortals. I yeah. Think line. yeah, yeah. There's no temple. Yeah, because it's all a temple. Yeah, right. Everything's a temple, and then a new humanity is born out of this with fulfilling the the uh, the goals of the original. You know statement in genesis like yeah. what what are people supposed to do now we finally get to see it fully realized which mm-hmm. is to rule as god's image in this world and to partner with god to take this new creation into new and wild territories yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. and it's beautiful in that the idea of like beginning in genesis it's a garden and here it's a city like it's yeah. going to keep growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger but like, in the middle of the city is a garden. Yeah, because that's it's growing. I'm just, I'm just it's, saying, it's, yeah, yeah. It's expanding further yeah. and further. The image out. comes uh, full circle. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's telling us that whatever the next world looks like, it's not a static world. Yeah. yeah. It's a growing, changing world, and we're a part of growing it. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing. Like, it's not like, oh, hope you like gardening. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're into agriculture. <laughs> but it's a world, fi- yeah. I, I, I personally think, filled with adventure sure. and and overcoming and things like that. It's something completely, completely new. Yeah. All right. And then revelation. But with no mourning, no death, no yeah. hunger, no, no famine. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a world as it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. um, so yeah. And then it ends with may, may all these things happen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. End barely, Bible. barely. Bible. Close the book on that Bible. Boom. Done. Yeah. We never yeah. have to read it again now. <laughs> Wait, that's, we did that once. Hold on. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
def- not a secret code. It's not no. here to tell us anything uh, special about the end of the world. But there have been uh, groups of Christians that have always believed they were living in the end times. And Just like what? there were groups of Jews who believed they were living in the end times before were, and now. Right? They yeah. were always wrong. Yeah. So it's thus far. This right. one might be the one that's right. I think it's a bit <laughs> presumptuous to say, but we definitely are. Yeah. Right. You know, like, yeah. you know, like uh, all those Christians that came before who said we were living in the end times, obviously they're idiots. What did they yeah, know? Because all of them point to something and say, oh, well, this clearly means this. Yeah. And then it doesn't. And then they're yeah. like, oh, well, it actually means this other thing that's mm-hmm. over here. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And plenty, it's fine. That's just not the purpose of the book. The, and there bu- have been, the book's not there for Yeah. That. Plenty of times Christians have pointed to historical figures and said, oh, that's that dragon. Mm-hmm. That's that Antichrist. Look, right. look out. Here they come. Whether that be Hitler, Obama, mm-hmm. Trump, yeah. you know, like right. lots Whatever. of times, yep. you know, Make and yeah, and it, it never really seems to come to fruition yeah. in the same way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, any other last thoughts on the book of Revelation? I think particularly the, the final vision of like God's kingdom. I think that's a really beautiful vision of what the church can be. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're f- still full of broken people and mm-hmm. sinners and we're going to get it wrong and that's fine. But I think if we're like striving for something, striving for a community in which tears are wiped from every eye and we believe that God dwells among us and that we're ensuring that there's no hunger and there's no mm-hmm. uh, illness among us and that people are cared for and embraced. I think that's the church could do worse than to strive for that. Yeah. yeah. And like Revelation will point out, the way to get there is through sacrifice. Through sacrifice. That's yeah. Right. yeah. It's, it's through, uh, yeah. 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 So that's um, that's pr- pretty powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Want to do a rating? Yeah. I'll give it two. Yeah. Two, two thumbs. thumbs way up. Yeah. I would say the first time I read it, like half because I was it was right. it did not fulfill an expectation that I had sure but as I've stu- as I've looked more I like it more and more and more yeah 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 it's a it's an intense read it is it's not yeah. like, like you can't just jump into it like a gospel or, e- or even like Genesis right like Genesis you can read kind of on its face value and mm-hmm. you can get where it's going the gospel you can like get the gen or revelation you you got to invest in it but yeah. it yeah. has a huge payoff if you uh if you do absolutely all right are we going to, like, uh, Dreamcast the dragon? Oh. <laughs> okay. Who? who uh, vo- what was that movie? Um, Dragonheart, you remember? Who voiced the dragon? Sean Connery. Sean, yeah. Obviously, Sean Connery okay. has to be the, the dragon. Sean Connery is the dragon. Oh, he yeah. dragon. Yeah, voice yeah. of dragon. Yeah. yeah. What about the two beasts? Militaristic and economic. One that looks like a lamb. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who's kind of a gentle beast? Gentle beast. Yeah. Looks. Yeah. looks I, I did not think about this beforehand, but yeah. Looks, you know. Chris Pine. Sure. I don't sure. even know who that is. Why not? Let's do it. He's okay, going Chris with Pine it. Is probably, you know, he's yeah. in the Wonder Woman movies. Oh, he's okay. Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, I could see it. You know, he looks, he looks cool, but maybe has a sinister side. And sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about, um, you know, Beast from the Sea, the militaristic mega beast? Uh, just give me a I, I weird just, eyebrow I'm rise. thinking uh. about Davy Jones again. Sure. It's okay. Davy Jones. Yeah. So the guy from like Davy that. Jones. Right. Who is that actor? No, from, I think uh, it's actually Davy Jones. That's is, yeah, not from the, the actor. monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was no. that Davy Jones? Is yes. that his name? It was his name. <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, <laughs> I actually meant the sea beast, but okay. Yeah, that's no, fine. No, I meant the character from Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. Well, yeah. Okay. Who, uh, what is his name? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, that's right. That's fine. Mr. CGI. Oh, he's one of the this is brothers. Not worth it. No, it's not. Anyway, we'll get. We'll figure it out. Later. All right. So hey, if you liked. <laughs> 
this. Hey, happy 200, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you hold on with us for this long, we are so glad to have you with yes. us. And uh, we'd love, you know, at 200, shout out, send us uh, your favorite episode. We'd love to hear what you like. Or send us your least favorite episode. We'd like to hear that, too. You can send that to I us. Hear that. No. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what's David. going on. <laughs> yeah, tell David. I'm right. Send it to Beyond Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. You can recommend all 200 of our episodes. You can find them all on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, all the places, uh, or beyondsundaypodcast.com. Yeah. And uh, if you want to, you know, be an intern and you can find all the best moments to create oh, like yeah. a clip show. Mm-hmm. Sure. I thought about doing that. I'm like, I'm not doing that. This is so much work. Yeah. <laughs> you have more important things to do than create a clip show. I'm about to have a baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, my wife is. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's clarify that. But I will that. <laughs> take that baby home with us. You know, That's I will right. drive that baby from the hospital. Yeah. So. I will be semi-responsible for that baby. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're doing all the work you there. <laughs> no, I was speaking as you. I was okay. saying me. Yeah. 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 Can we get that in writing? (laughs) I heard it. I heard it, everybody. That's good. That's great. Cut this off. (laughs) I'll call you at 2 in the morning when Uh, you sign. I'll I'll look forward to having my phone on silent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with episode 201. The start of a new 200. A new new century. That's it. Almost at a new millennium. That would be the wrong one. (laughs) A new century.